Hello, this is Michael Friend, and I'm in uh, Tavira, Portugal. And I was walking around looking for a church, which is called... I uh, church of uh, Carmo. Carmo. Nossa Senhora do Carmo. Uh, and you say church? Uh, we say Igreja Nossa Senhora do Carmo. Okay. And um, right next door, I found a science center, which is called what in... Uh, Centro Ciência Viva de Tavira. So, uh, welcome to STEM Punks. Welcome to STEM Punks. Welcome to STEM Punks. STEM Punks is a bi-monthly podcast intended to bring science, technology, engineering, straight to your ears from our STEM Punk studio. Hang on, we'll take you for a ride that includes a whole lot of fun and a little bit of education on the side. Stay tuned. Nice to be in orbit. <laughs> Hello, this is Joe Garut, and normally I would be your host, but this time Michael Friend is stepping in. But we do have Stembot with us. Hello, Stembot. Hello, Joe. This week we're going to do something very different. Normally we have people in the studio or we go out and meet them or we do some kind of a phone call. But last fall, co-producer Michael Friend took a trip to Portugal. Now, it was before all the coronavirus stuff happened, so travel and face-to-face interviews were still kosher. I promise you, at this point, we are maintaining our proper physical distance. Now, one thing that I think is important from this interview, that the real takeaway, is that science is important all over the world. I mean, that goes without saying. And scientists are working to explain science to everyone, everywhere. I'm going to turn this over to Michael and let you listen. Enjoy. So I am sitting here with the... Uh, I'm, uh, now I'm the coordinator of the Science Center. And your name? João Afonso. João Afonso. Afonso, yes. Okay, Afonso. Uh, by coordinator, what does that mean? Well, uh, I coordinate the team. We, we have several um, science explainers. We do a lot of activities with school general public and usually my task is to to put uh, into distribute all the the work all the tasks that we have to do and also participate in most of the tasks okay so um, the woman I met earlier her name is Licinia Licinia yes and she said this is a part of a network yes so basically our center uh, it's one of many of this uh, this network. It's called Ciencia Viva, the mother base or the headquarters. To say it's in uh, Lisbon, Pavilion do Conhecimento. So it's the main uh, the main one. But we are um, spread all over Portugal, and our main objective is to explain science. Okay. And this is the smallest of all of them? This is one of the smallest. I don't want to bet if it's okay. the smallest because I didn't visit the others, but it should be one of the smallest. And where, where are some of the others? It's only in Portugal? Uh, for this program, yes. Okay. This program, Ciencia Viva, yes, just okay. in Portugal. Yeah. And uh, Ciencia is science, I'll bet. Yes. And Viva is life? Life, yes. Science, life. Li- like living science. Yes, love it, yeah. love it. So... Why do you think it's important for children to come here to learn things? To 
Well, I talk about my experience when I was growing up. I'm already 35 years old. And when I was growing up, we didn't have a lot of these tools already available. This, this sort of museums, this network helps a lot. Kids having uh, their first, most of the times, their first contact with science. And I think that's important because for sure when I was growing, I didn't have these tools available. And, and I think if sooner we start to, um, to teach kids about science, I think probably we'll develop later this interest in science and it's very important all the time. Uh, is it more important these days now that climate is changing and things are... Uh, well, science have been always important for human development. It's always very, very important. But yeah, nowadays I think it makes a bigger difference since we are facing a lot of troubles. One of them it's climate change. And that's why here in the in Tavir, in the Science Center, we, we work with a lot of projects that are related to, to climate change. But I think, in general science, I think it's important for them, not only for climate change, but for all the, all the different fields of science to develop this curiosity. Mm -hmm. you know. Do, so what are some of the things that you focus on here? Well... We try to. We have our um, uh, educational offer. So this is uh, um, basically done with schools. Schools. Uh, we have different subjects. They they choose that subject and they come here and we do a hands-on activity based on that on that subject. We also have projects. Um, this projects. Well, we had the the last one that we had. It was uh, a minha praia. So we were collecting garbage. In the in the beaches. yeah in the beaches with oh, school yeah. kids, yes, and we were trying to see how much garbage we were collecting, oh. different types of garbage, and all the time working with with, with different schools. Mm -hmm. But we have other projects. We have one that it's called Sardine Temp, that it's based on uh, climate change and how it's going to affect the stocks uh, of sardine populations. Mm -hmm. Well. We try, we have a lot of them, and we try all the time to explain to kids a way to, you know, because sometimes it's not easy to explain what scientists are doing, so we have to put it in, in a way that they understand. So and this is basically... food is a perfect way to... Yes, yes, yes. And this is basically in our educational offer. But then we have, um, um, you know, uh, special events like uh, uh, team, uh, team days that... We're going to celebrate Halloween with the chemistry uh, uh, theme. We are going to, to celebrate other days like the wetland, um, wetland uh, areas day as well. Uh, we already did the Euro Bird Watch. So we are all the time on, on those events participating. And well, uh, basically most of the time it's free. So it's just, uh, yeah, we yeah. just want yeah. to, to make this part of the... You know the the presentation, the divulgation of of science. Two things that I notice here. Yeah. One is, I'm very impressed with the recycling program. Yes. That there's places in the street all over Europe. We went to yes. Switzerland like that. It's very loud in the middle of the night. Though, yes, <laughs> yes, the trucks do a lot of noise. Okay. Uh, but um, I'm very impressed by that. Mm. Um, is there anything that you might say that you feel how science connects the world. 
Yes, how science connect the, the world? Well, then you, you give it an interesting point. Some countries in Europe, they are doing a lot of recycling. Some of them you can also be fine if you don't recycle correctly. Wow. Or if you don't recycle, for yeah. I can give you an example, in Belgium, if you leave your garbage in the streets without being um, separated, you can be fine. They can refuse to collect your garbage. So there's that interesting point. I think Europe in these past years are working a lot for to to reduce human uh, you know human uh, footprint that we have yes. on the, the on the on the planet to reduce the waste to reduce mm -hmm. carbon emission and I think Europe it's well giving a big contribute for that. Good. How all of this connects to science? Well, it's always related, you know, because now well, science evolved and it, it has some fashion themes. Uh, now it's we are in the ocean acidification and also the microplastics and plastics. Mm -hmm. So this is all related to to the kind of politics or, that we are going to, to have in the future. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's uh, interesting. Here in Europe, they are, I think they are trying to have a progressive view you know, for the future mm -hmm. to reduce this and to to make young people to understand, but still, there's a lot of work to, to be done, and I think these science centers can complement that, uh, th this message that comes from... And, th and that's one of the things that I'm thinking about as I'm sitting here with you, mm -hmm. a, a Portuguese man, um, and thinking that Greta, Greta Thunberg, yes. Thunberg is from Sweden. Yes, exactly. The boy who's, I forget his name, who's... Uh, yes, the, yeah, yeah. the created the system to yeah. clean the, the he's ocean. From, yeah. He's from the Netherlands. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, I mean, even a man like Elon Musk, yes. who creates cars and rockets, yes. is not born in the United States. Exactly. So I think that's, uh, that's a really um, interesting connection to the world that the U.S. may think they're you know, a big deal, but it's happening everywhere. Well, I want to be, I'm going to be nice, and I think the U.S. <laughs> it's still a big influence. For example, for my generation from the 80s, the 90s, mm -hmm. and even nowadays, we have a lot of influence from all of this globaliz globalization of the, the pop culture of America. Mm -hmm. And let's be honest, uh, America has some of the greatest names doing research. And I, I just think that they are not being um, used properly, this research they are, mm -hmm. they are doing, because if, if you're going to be really impartial, the United States have all the, all the, the means, all the resources to, to face this uh, global warming or this pollution and all of these problems that the planet is facing. is just a matter of will. I think, you, especially in America, you have all the tools that is necessary to face these uh, these problems, and well, like in other points of our history, the United United States recent history, they take the lead to do something positive for the for the world. I think now it's also the time to to do it. It's just perfect mindset thing, you know. It's and I think in the future we, we will you. count a lot with the United States. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Joao said it well. It's just a matter of will. Here in the United States, we have the resources and the ability to do something about problems our whole planet faces. COVID-19, climate change, and the list goes on.
Joao also mentioned something curious to me, studying climate change and how it affects the sardine population. I mean, I, I think that's fascinating. I'd be curious to know if there are any short-term changes since we have been so climate positive during this forced shutdown. I mean, we have seen air pollution and carbon dioxide emissions drop in many areas around the world. We're seeing views that we haven't seen. It has been said that we may see the biggest single-year drop in carbon dioxide emissions since recording began. Joe, another message in this interview is that science is important everywhere. The coronavirus is showing us how connected and similar all humans are all over the world. Hopefully you can recognize the reset that is possible and you won't just go back to what you previously considered normal. Oh, Stembot, you're right. That version of normal is not sustainable. All right, everyone. I think it's time to say goodbye. Say goodbye, Stembot. Goodbye, Stembot. You have been listening to the Stempunks podcast. Stempunks is sponsored by Cottywampa Creative. Right now, Cottywampa Creative is running a free face mask holder promotion. If you contact them at cottywampacreative.com, you can get a free face mask holder for yourself. Also, we are sponsored by our patrons on Patreon. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. Plenty of offers, but you.